Hello, this is Sebastian from SocialAnxietySolutions.com. I am a former social anxiety disorder sufferer and a social confidence coach. And in this video, I'm going to talk about a mindset or rather a belief system. You can get to the place that you actually believe that that's going to help you um, be more relaxed, feel more at ease, have less social anxiety. Now, I cannot solve the problem for you in a video like this but I can talk about a particular perspective that maybe likely you haven't considered and then you can do the work in order to get and by doing the work I'll get into what that is you can do the work in order to get yourself to subconsciously believe and integrate that mindset I tell you a story to illustrate what happened uh, to, to make a point I so um, yesterday I was working with a, with, a, with a client. It was the third session I was seeing him for. And um, let's call him uh, Jim. We'll call him Jim. It's not his real name, obviously. And um, uh, this is the third session I saw him and uh, he was doing a lot better. After the, the, the first session he came to see me, he was uh, hopeless, had tried a bunch of things and nothing had worked. He didn't really think that this uh, would happen, but he was kind of at his wit's end and is, uh, you know, shall we say desperate, which is a common place for people to be. If you tried a bunch of things and nothing works, it makes a lot of sense that you're thinking like, well, nothing is probably gonna work for me. And uh, your brain will also start to tell you, hey, be very skeptical of certain things that might work because remember how painful it was when you believed in that thing and you tried it and it didn't work? You don't want that to happen again, do you? So the more you things you try that don't work, the, the higher your skepticism goes until you get to the point where you don't even try things anymore, which is very unfortunate because there are very powerful solutions out there. If you don't believe me, um, check out some of the video testimonials uh, on my channel with the people uh, that I work with, former clients and so on. Anyway, so uh, so I saw him for the first session, it was in a, a really bad place, helped him gain perspective and uh, not just through talking, in fact, very little through talking, a lot more through doing. Well, what kind of doing? Well, I guided him through particular exercises, relaxation exercises, one way to see it. Uh, emotional release exercises is more accurate. One of these uh, emotional release exercises that I use a lot, thank you, is uh, called EFT, it stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques, and it's a psychological form of acupuncture, but instead of using needles, you tap the tips of your fingers on specific acupressure points in the body. I know it sounds really weird, it sounds really bizarre, but it's a scientifically proven to be effective technique, and there are, hundred, there are over 100 peer-reviewed peer studies done, including double-blind, double blind, man, speech impediment, double-blind tests, the highest or whatever the highest rigorous standard is of um, scientific research as you can see I'm not a scientist because I don't care about science much I care about what actually works what actually gets me the results and this technique is amazing it helped me overcome my social anxiety and uh, you know I've helped hundreds of clients do the same using this as my main technique since 2009 now I started using this technique to help him get to um, get to a place where 
he was feeling more hopeful. So I helped him release some of his despair. I helped him gain perspective. And <clears throat> I helped him see that, hey, the anxiety that's coming up for me, it doesn't make any sense. I wasn't born with that anxiety when I was an itty bitty baby. It wasn't an anxious baby. You know, so I must have learned it somewhere. And what is that anxiety response really? Well, what the anxiety response is, is your brain is perceiving a threat, a danger, and your brain uh, then has this built-in biological response called the fight, flight, freeze response that reacts in, you know, to that perceived danger. And so it releases cortisol and adrenaline and other hormones into your bloodstream your blood goes away from your digestive system and your head into your outer limbs because your brain is seeing a danger. Just like you know, in the caveman days when a saber-toothed tiger would jump out of the bushes, we would have to instantly react and either fight it, bad idea, run from it, probably also a bad idea, or play dead. You know, Those were the options that we had. And so our system is being prepared to either fight it, you know, so you get this blood into your uh, into your outer limbs, into your legs and your arms so you can run as fast as you can at the, at the peak of your abilities. You can fight at the height of your abilities. You're full of adrenaline. You know, when, when MMA fighters, we just had the, the McGregor-Khabib uh, fight, when these guys go into the cage to fight, they're full of adrenaline because that helps them to perform at their best. Anyway, so... I helped him see that his brain was perceiving threats and that's why he was experiencing the anxiety and uh, the feelings that he had on top of it, I'm ashamed of it, I'm uh, bummed out about it, frustrated, nothing works, feel hopeless that I can ever overcome this and the self-judgment is what we started to shift and change around. So yeah, I'm a loser because of it, I'm weak because of it and I won't go into detail because it will be an endless video. Um, but helped him feel better, helped him feel more hopeful, helped him be more in acceptance of himself despite having the problem that he's dealing with. So at the end of the session, he felt good. And then uh, I, I see my clients uh, a week apart. And so a week later I saw him, I'm like, all right, so how was your week? And it's like, well, after the session I felt great the first day, but then uh, for the rest of the week, I've pretty much felt just as anxious. I'm like, okay, it's a common, it's a common uh, scenario. There's more work to do. Your brain is still perceiving threats, so it's normal that you still get anxious. But um, any any other changes that you notice? It's like, well, yeah, actually, I didn't beat myself up so much. Uh, so so that's definitely definitely different. Like, okay, great, good. Now what? And then we started working on that second session on what what caused his social anxiety because he had been socially anxious for about six years. And so something started it, something kicked it off, which is usually the case. And so we started using this uh, emotional release techno uh, technique to start to um, neutralize these traumatic experiences that happened for him and the meaning that his brain had made from those experiences, the associations that his brain had made. So beliefs like, um, you know, I'm worth nothing and people don't like me once they get to know me and I can't trust anyone. So these kinds of beliefs were the result of the experiences that he had five, six years ago. <coughs> there was more going on, but that's kind of what exacerbated his social anxiety. <coughs> and these beliefs become neurologically uh, hooked to your nervous system. 
So it's almost like they're super glued to your nervous system with emotion. And by releasing these traumatic experiences and doing the tapping, we, we released some of these deeply held beliefs that he had. So we got rid of the super glue and then the belief no longer had any hold over him. So I saw him yesterday and I'm like, so how's your week been? He's like, man, a lot better. You know, I can definitely notice a significant change. Um, I feel more comfortable. My anxiety has significantly decreased where it used to be a nine out of 10 at work. Now it's only a three or four. And uh, you know, I'm not beating myself up so much and I'm a lot more optimistic and uh, because I've noticed changes. I'm like, great. And that too is a very common experience because when you start to shift these patterns around, um, you know, you're gonna react differently, all right? So now the problem that he can't be, he's like, okay, well now I wanna work on, uh, <laughs> hey, then they're gonna work on the good stuff. He's like, now I wanna work on this uh, situation that I have at work where, you know, I have a crush, uh, a crush on this girl. And so, uh, but every time uh, she gets close to me, uh, and I want to start a conversation, I freeze up and I can't do anything. And it's really frustrating and I really beat myself up about it. I'm like, ah, okay, so you're adding insult to injury with beating yourself up about it. It's like, yes, I'm doing that, all right. So we looked at that. I'm like, great, well, let's focus on this then because this um, is, is where your remaining biggest problem is. Because that's what we do, um, you know, that's what I do in coaching. It's like I look for what's your remaining biggest problem. Remaining biggest problem. Where is your brain still perceiving threats? What? Is, where is it still not safe to be you? Well, in his case, it was with this girl. Let's call this girl Brenda. All right. So whenever Brenda would come close to him, um, he would feel nervous, and I re he really wanted to talk to him. And he told me like, in the beginning, I saw that she was looking over to me, and so she might be interested in the way that, that I look. He's a pretty decent-looking guy. Um, and uh, then I started, um, you know, whenever we would pass, I would start saying hi. So he had been saying hi to her for a while already, but it never went past the saying hi and smiling face. And so, <laughs> uh, so he put a lot of pressure on himself to, to start a conversation. And, uh, you know, when I asked him to imagine um, talking to the girl, you know, starting a conversation, he would feel anxiety uh, at about a four out of 10. You know, 10 being the most strong zero, not at all. But he said, in real life, when it's actually happening, my anxiety is a nine out of 10. I'm like, okay, that's quite common. Uh, you don't need to be able to access, to access all of the anxiety when you're just visualizing it. Uh, four out of 10 is fine because it gives us a measurement before and we're getting a measurement afterwards. And uh, I'm like, let's let's assess why why that is a four out of ten for you, why that is a problem. And uh, I'm like, so what are you afraid of? He's like, uh, well, one of the things that I'm afraid of is that she won't like me. I'm like, okay, so could it maybe be that you don't like yourself? Because often that's what we do. You know, we uh, we project our insecurities onto other people, and then we think that they think that off of us. You know. I'm afraid that they'll judge me to be uh, a loser. Okay, well, do you maybe deep down feel that you are a loser? Yes, uh, all right, well, so, some work to do there. <laughs> so, so he said yes, that could very well be the case. I'm like, okay, so just say for me out loud, I like myself. And he's like, uh, I like myself. I'm like, how does that feel? He said, that actually feels quite true. And I felt, uh, just intuitively, that that was quite congruent. 
So my, so let's be more specific then. What is it about yourself that you don't like? And uh, and he said to me, well, I I like who I am as a person. I like the way I look. I like my personality. I like my intelligence. I like my sense of humor. When I'm at home, actually, I feel fine and I like myself. But the moment I get anxious, that's when I don't like myself. I'm like, aha, interesting. So you, just like many other people, have it set up that you're okay as long as you feel good feelings, but the moment you feel uncomfortable feelings, then you don't like yourself anymore. As soon as you feel anxiety, you don't like yourself anymore. It's like, yes, that's right. Okay, let's work on that. And then we proceeded for the remainder of the session to get him to the place where he feels that he likes himself regardless of the emotions that he's experiencing. So, you know, I like myself um, even though I'm feeling anxious feelings. So the judgment is, uh, is, is out of it, right? Does that make sense? So then you have a lot less, you have, <laughs> you have a lot less to fear uh, because if you're not afraid of feeling anxiety because the, the consequence of feeling anxiety isn't that you now then hate yourself. The consequence is simply, okay, I feel uncomfortable sensations in my body. You might still have fear of feeling those, which you can also treat, but uh, that was, um, that's a different story. So anyway, I helped him get to that place, then did some other work. One of the other things that we addressed was dealing with his fear of actually feeling those symptoms, those sensations. And uh, you know, we did some other deeper work that I won't go into much detail on now, but I will in the next video, just thinking of this right now. So if you wanna hear what we did, uh, check out the next video where I'll, I'll go in a little bit more detail. So anyway, we got him to the place where he was comfortable uh, at the end of the session. So what happens now when you think about uh, speaking to Brenda, he's like, I feel calm, I feel relaxed, I'm gonna do it. Great, now if he's actually gonna do it, time will tell, because he might actually uh, find that he goes into the experience and he still gets triggered a bit, because we might not have unlocked of, or uncovered all of the threats that his brain perceives. However, he certainly won't have the same nine out of 10 strong freeze response. It might just be a four, or maybe he feels totally comfortable. Very much possible, very much a common situation as well. We'll just have to see. But the main point I'm trying to land here is that you wanna like yourself and accept yourself regardless of the feelings that you're feeling, regardless of the emotion that you're having. So I like myself when I feel uncomfortable. I like myself when I feel ashamed. That's a very interesting one. Try to get to that one. <laughs> Uh, and you can with the tapping. It's amazing what it can do. You know, I like myself even though I feel anxious sensations in my body. Because what is it really? Your heart is racing, there's a lump in your throat, there's a tightness in your chest, or whatever, different people, different symptoms. You might be sweating, whatever the case may be for you. Um, but you wanna get to the place where you like yourself anyway. All right, I feel social anxiety and I like myself anyway. Then you have a lot less to hide. All right, that's the quick 15 and a half minute lesson of this week. If you, uh, uh, if you wanna hear the next uh, story as to what's actually happening uh, or what, what actually did we do to help him feel confident in that situation, um, I'm gonna get into a little bit more detail in the next video. So stay tuned, check out that next video. 
and you can subscribe here so you're surely gonna get that video. I release videos like this every week. I've been doing it for a long time. First video in 2009 and um, Yes, if you want to learn more about the technique that I've been talking about that I use to overcome my social anxiety that I've used, uh, have helped hundreds of socially anxious clients with, um, and that I uh, interview psychologists, coaches, healers, scientists, best-selling authors, psychotherapists about on my podcast who have incorporated this technique into their practice and have seen the results of their clients go through the roof. People that used to take years now take uh, months or weeks people that couldn't get any results now starting to get results uh, You know and sometimes people result, you know in, in my own uh, You know in my own work working with clients 35% of the people who have long-standing social anxiety Resolving their social anxiety within just three sessions that technique so I talk about uh, I teach you that technique uh, on my website so you can go to socialanxietysolutions.com and uh, click on the overcome social anxiety button and you can get it there or click on the link below this video where uh, which brings you actually to that page on my website so however you want to go about it when you sign up for that you also get my ebook how to overcome social anxiety completely where i talk about how to use this technique and specifically uh how to specifically use it to overcome social anxiety so you can get to a place where you're anxiety free and you can have a good time socially and you can just relax you can just be yourself and you can have fun hard to believe that that's possible when you've been anxious for a long time but it really is possible okay check out the podcast check out if this is your first video check out the podcast check out the other videos that i have this is the real deal really works all right so i hope it's been helpful and i will talk to you next week bye for now all right hope you enjoyed that now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap, <laughs> this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.